This is Vaya Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9 WHMP. Thank you for joining me here in Vaya Con Munoz, the bilingual program, Spanish and English on arts, culture, politics, and media. Today we're speaking in English and in Spanish. In English with, of course, the filmmaker, the Florence-based filmmaker and film critic, Larry Hatt. And we're also going to speak with a mother and daughter from Guatemala, the daughter was born in the United States 19 years ago. And they, a couple of years ago, they went back to Guatemala and we talked about well, what was that experience like for them? Because there comes a point when you're in this country a long time and you've come from another country, or even if you're born in this country, but your parents are from another culture, you feel you have two countries. And that's what it is for this particular family. They feel that their country is the United States and it's also Guatemala. Oh, I should mention that the film that Larry Hart is reviewing is the B-side. It is a documentary by Errol Morris. It's about a photographer. It's a fun film, he says. It's really uplifting in some ways. Thank you, Larry. We needed that. And then also we have a movie review uh, with Ariadna Guanaga on the Catherine Bigelow film Detroit, uh, based on the riots, the race riots in Detroit 50 years ago, triggered by police abuse, the the terrorization of the black community by very bad uh, white supremacist police officers. Um, okay, so Puerto Rico, Hurricane Maria, what the Caribbean, Trump. Did you see Trump throw those paper towel rolls at people at a church in, in Guaynabo, Puerto Rico? I... First of all, it was really bad that he threw those paper towels. Secondly, it was also bad. What in the world are you doing trying to catch those paper towels, people? It is undignified. You cannot stoop to his level. You cannot. Oh, it was horrible. It was horrible. And then, of course, there's all this political infighting going on in Puerto Rico. Basically, the party that's in power, a pro-statehood party, and wow, aren't they learning what it's like to be treated by the U.S. government, um, that they so, so desperately want to become the 51st state. And uh, the rest of us, more than two-thirds of us, have been saying for decades, no, let's keep our own culture. Let's be who we are. And, you know, some of us want independence for Puerto Rico. Some of us want the free associated state that we have right now. But please, statehood? Are you kidding me? Look. So they are, because they're such an extreme right-wing party, they're like the Tea Party uh, here in the United States, the pro-statehood people. In other words, it's kind of like, are you crazy? It's just crazy. They are then fighting. They're saying, oh, the mayors finally met with the president, but they didn't even say anything. They didn't say what they wanted. That came from our uh, representative in Congress, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Flowers, Jennifer Gonzalez, who then accused these mayors of whining about not getting what they needed, but then finally they have an audience with Trump and they don't say anything. And that's a lie. That's a lie. They did say what they needed. Not to Trump, but to the people who are working in that administration to make sure that Puerto Rico gets what it needs to be able to rebuild. Bueno, Trump's visit was so horrible. And the response from the government eh, in Puerto Rico was so, yeah, you know, eh, shame me, humiliate me, do whatever you want. Uh, what is it? Fifty Shades of Trump in Puerto Rico. 
that now Trump he left such a bad taste in people's mouths that now este, Pence is going to try to make things better and he's already promising we are going to reconstruct Puerto Rico all right okay you know sounds good you know we do pay federal taxes I know that everybody likes to say uh, that you know we have uh, all this stuff we get from the United States and we don't give anything to the United States well let me just like correct that uh, that mistake we do pay millions hundreds of millions and millions of dollars every year in taxes every time we buy something every time something comes into Puerto Rico from a you know from a ship with the US flag it costs us double to receive materials and supplies from US flags flagged uh, ships than it does from say ships that have the Chilean flag or the Spanish flag or the Japanese flag because the U.S. charges a lot more to deliver merchandise. Okay, here's a list of new things that are happening. Um, you know, there's 69 hospitals in Puerto Rico. And most of them are still not working well. Most of them are still functioning on diesel. That means that as the diesel runs out, they got to make sure to replenish the diesel. Because if they don't, they have to shut down the hospital. And that's happened already. The largest hospital in Puerto Rico does finally have electricity. And that is a major improvement. Okay, so today, when this is aired, is October 7th. The uh, Hurricane Maria stru struck Puerto Rico on September 20th. So it's been a long time since that hurricane swept through Puerto Rico and left its entirety. 3.4 million people without electricity and without drinking water or even bathing water then as the days went on some people were able to have drinking water some people were able to have a uh, bathing water but still most people do not have electricity there are cases emergency cases of people who can't get treatment for very serious illnesses for chronic illnesses there are still roads that cannot be traversed there are bridges that collapsed into rivers it is still a horrible, horrible mess. And then Trump f throws paper towels at people and then they put their hands up to catch it. Dios mío. Ugh. So, and then of course we have the, the, the increase in possibility for, you know, uh, illnesses that come from stagnant water like the Zika, la chingungunya. Uh, it's just very bad. It's very bad. The San Juan mayor, Carmen Julín, uh, has been extraordinary because she is the one, not the governor, who has just been like a, a lap dog to, to, to Trump. She has been the one who has been saying, we need help. We're not playing politics. This is not a time to be trying to score political points. We need water. We need food. We need electricity. We need generators. People are dying. Thank goodness that she was very direct, very forceful in saying that. It warmed my heart to see on American media that the plight of Puerto Ricans was being well represented by the mayor of San Juan. You know what's interesting also is that Cuba has sent help. Venezuela has sent help. Of course, the United States have sent help, the most help. It, what is interesting is it, there's an international concern for what's going on in the Caribbean. And it's really great for all of us who are from the different Caribbean islands to know that the countries that can help are helping 
sometimes not in the best way. There is a huge bureaucracy, but there's also just millions of people raising money, uh, gathering materials, sending them to the Caribbean islands, not just to Puerto Rico, that there is a spirit of solidarity. And that is very, very important, especially in this time that we live in with Trump in the White House, where, you know, it's not that he's divisive. It's not just that. It's just that it's everything about him. I cannot wait until Mueller's people go up to him and say, um, we're either going to have to arrest you um, or they're going to say to the Congress, you need to look at these charges. We are going to file charges against him. And then Trump has to say, look, I'm resigning. And then whoever comes in next will either pardon him or not. I hope not. I hope not because those were serious crimes. And look at all the damage that he's done in every single way. He is literally the bull in the China chop. He literally is the bull in the China chop that destroys everything. I cannot wait until Trump and Pence are no longer in the executive branch. Until this Russia connection, these hacking este, issues, these money laundering issues show up on their doorsteps and they are out. And hopefully by then, Ryan will be out too, the Speaker of the House, because he has cowered under this guy, as has Mitch McConnell. Bueno, got that off my chest. We're going to be right back with Larry Hott. He's going to lift our spirits because he was going to talk about this movie called The B-Side, about a photographer who's fascinating, who's fun. And boy, do we need a lot of that today. This is Vaya Con Munoz with Natalia Munoz on 96.9. WHMP.